Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This message comes from Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. KFI AM640, you're listening to the John Cobell Podcast on the iHeartRadio app. We're on the radio from 1 until 4. After 4 o'clock, John Cobell's show on demand. You could listen to what you missed. And we have much to do today. Uh, Steve Garvey coming on in an hour at 3 o'clock. But uh, batting just ahead of Garvey is is uh, Eric Sadal, who is uh, running for L.A. County District Attorney. Uh, one of the strong candidates that want to rep- wants to replace George Gascon. And uh, he's been the vice president of the Association of Deputy District Attorneys. And he has the endorsement of that organization, too. Uh, let's... Uh, Eric's in here in the studio. Welcome. Thank you for having me again. Well, it's 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 we've talked with you a lot. In fact, you were on many times detailing the sins that Gascon has committed, not only against the public, but uh, the deputy DAs and thwarting them from doing their job. Um, today's news is that <clears throat> unlike what Gascon has been claiming, it looks like shoplifting in Los Angeles City went up 81% last year. Well, that I mean, he has been lying his rear end off about crime statistics going down. An 81% increase. It's gone from 6,600 in 2022 to almost 12,000 cases. And that's just the reported cases. We right. all know there's thousands and thousands more unreported. Let's talk about this. I mean, this is tangible evidence that his policies stink. Well, first of all, I just want to talk about unreported crime for a second. Yeah. Okay. So there's a survey that the U.S. Department of Justice does every year, and they show that property crime is the most underreported type of crime. So about 25% of property crime across the country is reported. 
I want you to think about that because there are many communities where people report every crime. Los Angeles is not one of those communities. Uh, my car was burglarized. I never reported it because there's no point. So if it's 25% nationally, you know that number is much lower here in Los Angeles. So yes, there is a lot of underreported crime. And yes, there has been an effect in terms of Prop 47, in terms of uh, retail theft. Mm -hmm. We know this. There was independent studies that were done a few years after Prop 47. They showed that Prop 47 had an increase in retail theft. And most importantly... We have to understand that unlike the rest of the country where crime has actually been trending downwards over the past five years, crime has been trending upwards in California and in Los Angeles over the past five years. And in particular, retail theft has been going up in the past five years compared to the rest of the nation. And the reason for that is, is that we have a system that makes no sense. If I commit a petty theft. In other words, I go into a store and shoplift and I do it one time and then I do it a, a thousand times. On the thousandth time, I'm treated the same way as the first time. And that nonsense has to stop. The law has to change. That was a law that was drafted by and passed by George Gascon back in 2014. And there is an initiative out there that is going to change that and make repeat offenders actually held accountable. And that's what needs to happen. Right. And we're going to be doing a broadcast from the Honda Center Thursday, the 22nd, with the Orange County DA, Todd Spitzer, so people could sign this major revision of Prop 47. And I believe it's the third time you get caught. It's it's a felony. Which is what it used to be. So right. we, we're just going back to what, what it should be, which is let's hold repeat offenders accountable. That's what we need in our system. Uh, there are a lot of candidates. Obviously, you've been doing these debates, it seems, almost every week. Uh, a number of former, de uh, current deputy DAs like yourself. And you're all aligned against Gascon, obviously, to repeal most or all of his policies. What makes you distinctive? How do you differentiate yourself from, you know, somebody like uh, John Hatami, John McKinney, uh, uh, Nathan Hockman, why, why are you special? And why should you get special consideration from people listening? Well, because not only do I have the prosecution experience, I've handled some very complex gang takedown cases involving criminal enterprise theory. So very, you know, the, the cases that actually are the bread and butter of what we should be doing as prosecutors, in other words, handling the most violent cases. So I, ha I have that experience. I've prosecuted a a man who murdered a LAPD officer. I had the prosecutorial experience and some of my colleagues also have that prosecutorial experience. I don't think as broad a range of cases as I do, but they have that experience. But I think what it makes me unique from everyone else that's running is that not only do I have the prosecutorial experience, but I have the political experience and the policy experience. As the vice president of the Association of Deputy District Attorneys for the past 10 years, I've been advocating both in Sacramento and before the Board of Supervisors on criminal justice issues and policies and trying to get the state on the right path. I'm involved in an initiative to be able to change Prop 47. I don't think any of the candidates have the political experience, the policy experience, and the prosecution experience. And you need all three to be able to actually change the office and move it in the right direction. Some of them have great prosecutorial stories, 
Um, I'm not going to take that away from them. But none of them have all three of these uh, of these major points. Talk with Eric Sadal, who's running to replace Gascon as L.A. County D.A. And we're also on Instagram Live. So if you want to take a look at Eric, uh, we're on Instagram Live. Where where what what do you think caused <laughs> this really goes back to about 2011, I think, when they passed AB 109, when emptied the state prisons out. And, and I think we have half as many prisoners in the state prisons. Many of them went to county jails, which blocked new criminals from being sent to jail for misdemeanors. And then Prop 47 hit. And then Prop 57 hit. Why did the public go for this? Did they even understand what they were doing? No other state has tried this kind of radical transformation, and it's produced chaos. What, what what's the message you want to get to people who I think voted and may have supported for all these propositions in the past that have caused all the damage? Well, I was very involved in the campaign against Prop 57. And I think that one of the things that I will do, well, one of the things I will do as district attorney of Los Angeles is I will be that spokesperson who actually advocates on these statewide issues for the public safety side. We really haven't had that over the past 10 years. We haven't had someone who's advocating. We've had it on the opposite side. You know, George Gascon has been there advocating for you know, lesser punishment and all these so-called reforms. I'm going to be out there fighting for the reforms that actually work, that actually keep the public safe, and reforms that are going to lower recidivism rates. You know, it's, it's interesting that we haven't had any type of state leadership on this issue on the other side. I mean, you know, we used to be in the forefront in terms of changes and reforms to the system to be able to protect victims, to hold criminals accountable from the early 80s to the mid 90s. But that kind of stopped. Uh, and we need that type of leadership again. That's what I'm going to bring to the DA's office. Gascon uses that word reform and it's very vague. And he ran on that, and it was in the middle of the George Floyd situation, and people felt good voting for reform. Yes, something has to be done. But he, when he was running for office, he did not spell out what he was doing. And then, like, the first day, he had these, I think, nine directives, which really dismantled the justice system in the county, and nobody saw that coming. I, I think even a lot of deputy DAs were blindsided by this. You know, I wrote a lot of articles during the election of Jackie Lacey to try to keep the public informed about what George Gascon was actually doing. And I think we were we actually may have done some radio programs together yeah, yeah. on to try to let the public know who this man is, what is he what is he about and what is he going to do? So when day one happened, when he unleashed all these uh, orders about how to you know change the office, frankly, I was not surprised that much about what he had done. In fact, one of my deputy DAs, a friend of mine actually said something like, um, wow, I, th I thought you were just, uh, you know, exaggerating what he was saying and that he was never going to do the damage that he was going to do. I, I, you know, I just thought that, you know, it was just politics. I was like, no, this is what he said he was going to do. And he did it. He delivered. He said he was going to basically stop using gang enhancements. He said that he was going to limit enhancements to lower the amount of years that people would be held in custody. He said very clearly that he was against three strikes. And this is one of the, you know, three strikes to me is a red line. Okay. 
Three strikes is the cornerstone about how we keep uh, people accountable in California. Three strikes is one of the most important pieces of legislation that protects the public. And he said he was against it from the very beginning. And don't trust anyone who tells you that they're against three strikes because if they're against three strikes, they are against actually holding people who are career criminals accountable. I don't think people were aware of what he was about, even if he said it uh, at one venue or another. I think most of the public had no idea what was coming here or what the consequences would be. You are a thousand percent correct. I have no doubt that the majority of voters, when they voted for uh, George Gascon back in 2000, they were not voting for all the changes that he wanted to impose in L.A. County. They had no idea about most of the things. All they heard was, you know, that Jackie Lacey was must go, that slogan. Remember that slogan mm -hmm. over yeah. and over again? They heard that slogan, and then they heard that George Gascon was going to uh, hold police account uh, officers accountable. That's all they heard. That's all the noise they heard. They didn't know anything about what he was going to do about gun enhancements, gang enhancements, three strikes, and how he was not going to hold people accountable. we got to take a break. We're live on Instagram, KFI AM 640. We're talking with Eric Sadal. He's uh, running for L.A. County District Attorney. He's been a prosecutor for many years, uh, uh, handling very difficult uh, cases, uh, many, many gang uh, cases, murder cases, MS-13 cases. We'll, we'll talk about some of that when we come back for another segment. You're listening to John Kobelt on demand from KFI AM 640. John Kobelt Show, KFI AM 640, and we're live on Instagram because we're talking to Eric Sadal, another very strong candidate for uh, Air, uh, Los Angeles County District Attorney to replace George Gascon. He's the vice president of uh, the Association of Deputy DAs here in Los Angeles and has that organization's endorsement. Talk about, you touched on it briefly, but really get into the types of cases that you've taken on. Because you've taken on difficult cases involving murderers, gangs, MS-13. What uh, what has your life been like over the years as a deputy DA, and how does that make you a great candidate here to replace Gascon? So I turn his mic on, please. So I've done uh, a number of gang cases, very complex ones. Uh, for example, I was cross-designated with the United States Attorney's Office for about five years, handling MS-13 cases. I actually went down to El Salvador. Uh, as part of that job to go see how MS-13 was controlling that nation. And when I went down there, actually, I think 97% of the country was controlled by either MS-13 and 18th Street. So it's changed radically in the past couple of years because of mm -hmm. their new president. But uh, I've also handled ma massive gang cases here in the San Fernando Valley. Uh, there was a there was a gang that was dominating and committing dozens of murders. I did a huge indictment against them, got their leadership, got their shooters, put indicted them all, put them in prison. So I have a tremendous amount of experience hey. in terms of dealing with these real, extremely violent gangs and and basically getting them off the streets and making neighborhoods safe again. And, and you'd go to court and try the cases in front of juries. Oh yeah, yourself. That's that's, I, that's that's my job. Well, I say this because it galls I, a lot of people I, <laughs> that Gascon has never done that once. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. No, I, I I knew where you were going. I could see it in your face. Um, look, I, I'll I'll give you an example. In in 2023, I spent 115 days in trial. 
Okay. Uh, I had three huge cases, uh, 115 days is a lot of days in trial. Uh, three massive cases, all guilties. One involved, uh, this, this gang called, uh, Bly streets. Another was a attempt murder of a deputy sheriff. And another was a murder of an LAPD officer that was about 40 years old. And I think, look, this is critical. It is critical to get someone in there who understands these types of cases, understands how they're being valued. I don't think that's the only qualification, but I th do think it should be part of the equation. Well, I mean, it speaks to your sensibility. <laughs> we know how you look at criminals, what, you know, something really drastic has to be done with the bad guys. We know Gascon wants to do as little as possible in terms of punishment, and he will massage the system any way he can to get everybody out early or not put him in to begin with. Yeah, look, he has he has a very different philosophy about how to deal with these issues than I do. And I think at the end of the day, I think L.A. County voters believe in the way I want to handle the criminal justice system rather than his approach to the criminal justice system. If people you want people to find out more about your campaign, donate money, where do they go? What's the what's the website? It's Eric4DA.com. It's very easy. E-R-I-C-F-O-R-D-A.com. How do you feel about the campaign? I mean, you're talking to a lot of people. What are they telling you? I think it's been going great. You know, I think the issues that I've been speaking about are issues that Angel resonate with Angelinos. I was just in South LA on Saturday talking to a group of mothers and educators. They understand this issue is important. They understand that their communities, uh, if, you know, if we want to reduce levels of violence in their communities, my plan is the right plan to, to reduce them. Um, they get it. I was in uh, 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 Koreatown this uh, this morning. Yeah, they get it too. They understand that if they want to have safe neighborhoods, if they want to have an urban core, if they want to have streets that they can walk on uh, during the day and at night, that this is the plan to be able to be able to reform the system and make us safer. You know, I have three big things I want to that I want to do in, as DA. I want to have a violence reduction division. That will actually focus on the worst criminals, and that is, you know, bears out from my experience mm. as a gang prosecutor. I also want to build up our mental uh, health infrastructure because right now we don't have a place to put people who are violent but mentally ill. Right, we have no place for them. So what happens right now is they get released to community uh, mental health programs, and then they go murder someone the next day, or they leave that program. We need a lockdown facility, and a lot of a lot of the certain extremist groups don't like that because they don't want anyone to be in custody whatsoever. That needs to happen. We need a place to put them. And then we also need to engage in the homeless issue. Right now, the DA's office takes a hands-off approach. What I want to do is there's a, there's a model of the city attorney's office in Redondo Beach. They have homeless courts. I want to do, have homeless courts for nonviolent offenders and basically, it forces them to get involved in their system, uh, getting them identification cards, uh, getting them treatment, getting them supportive housing, so that we actually do something. We have all these resources right now to deal with the homelessness issue, mm -hmm. yet we don't have a way of getting people, uh, forcing them into the system. Right. And so that's what that approach does. It says, look, if you don't want to go to county jail, then you have to enter this program. And that's how we're going to be able to deal with some of these issues in terms of uh, of homelessness. 
Eric, thank you for coming on. Thank you so much. Good luck. Always appreciate right? it. Thank you. We got uh, three weeks until uh, the election. Uh, Deborah Mark live. It's Eric Sadal. He's running to replace George Gascon. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity, and it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot com. You're listening to John Cobalt on demand from KFI AM 640. We're on the radio from one until four. Then after four o'clock, John Cobalt show on demand. Also on the iHeart app. If you, if you listen to the podcast, we just spent a half hour with Eric Sadal. He is one of the uh, leading candidates to replace George Gascon. Uh, strong candidate, and he's the vice president of the uh, Deputy District Attorneys Association. And you heard him talk about the uh, complex gang and murder cases that he's brought against uh, groups like MS-13, uh, dealing with, we've gotten so many gang members from El Salvador. And he mentioned that, that the, there were two gangs that controlled much of El Salvador, uh, MS-13 and the, I think the 18th Street gang. And he mentioned that it, it's cleared up considerably there. You know why? Because the president of El Salvador just threw 12,000 gang members in prison. I don't know if you've seen the photos of this, but it's 12,000 guys and they keep them uh, largely, uh, not entirely naked, but pretty close. They're all shirtless. They all have massive tattoos all over their chests, their back, their necks, their faces, foreheads, their skulls. I mean, they're, they're just like coated in green tattoo ink. And 
they there's these photos of hundreds, thousands of them crammed into these enormous cells in the prisons. And the president just threw threw everybody away. And life is much, much better in El Salvador now. That method works. Just take the bad guys. You know who they are. If you got if you have your skull tattooed, you're a gang member. You're a criminal. Gone. You don't even need a trial. You really don't. Anybody with with a tattooed skull needs needs to be imprisoned immediately. Uh, so, if, by the way, if you so you go to the podcast on the iHeart app and you could hear Eric Sadal, or you could um, go to Instagram. It, it was uh, on Instagram Live, and it's already posted. And it's already posted. Okay, so uh, oh, we have Steve Garvey coming on after three o'clock. He had a night last night against uh, those three uh, mental patients, three Democrats running. For a stay, for U.S. Senate to replace Diane Feinstein, uh, that'll also be on Instagram Live. That's right. Uh, we're a big hit on Instagram Live. Yeah, we got uh, twenty new followers from just that half an hour. There you go. So that's the way to go. We, we we're multimedia presentation here. Uh, all right, uh, this is disgusting. If you're ready for a disgusting story, uh, I I am not in favor of uh, turning wastewater into drinking water. Deborah's not either. Uh, <laughs> it's just hard to trust. And here's another example why. Not only do we get millions of illegal aliens coming over the Mexican border from hundreds of countries, we also get a huge stream of sewage that flows constantly from Tijuana into San Diego County. And it is creating a huge public health crisis. It's described as a noxious mix of chemicals and pathogens that's making their way into households through the water supply. You could be turning on your, your water faucet and getting a, a, a nice stream of pathogens, chemicals, and sewage waste. Uh, so when we're washing our faces and brushing our teeth. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah your shower head. My hair. Yeah, Ooh. it's spraying uh, chemicals and human waste all over you. It's also coming through the air and soil. They think all this stuff is getting, the term is aerosolized. It's turned into little tiny droplets. Uh, Mexico's infrastructure, it's, it's waste treatment infrastructure in Tijuana. They use a polite word in this story, is inadequate. It's a disaster. And Tijuana is very densely populated. And basically, there's too much waste in the city for them to process. And it is now spilling over into the U.S. It has for quite a while. It's nothing new, but it's gotten worse and worse. Um, it says there are, they're worried about the reemergence of diseases that had been eradicated in California. Ah, uh, microbes carrying antibiotic-resistant genes, industrial chemicals that have been banned in the U.S. <laughs> says one, uh, well, says one researcher at San Diego State University, Paula Stigler Granados. I don't go to Imperial Beach anymore. I used to go all the time, quite frequently, but as a scientist, it's really hard to turn that brain off. Now we're talking about the contaminants being aerosolized. It really has given me pause. 
this uh, aerosolized is when you suspend waterborne pathogens into the air and the waterborne chemicals too. Everything's hanging in the air. So you're breathing in all the fecal matter and the bacteria uh, and the viruses. I haven't heard that word since COVID. What? Began aerosolized. Aerosolized. That was such a big term back three yeah. years ago. Yeah, I wouldn't go take a stroll on Imperial Beach. Uh, it, it's right on the border. And it's it says the sewage is unrelenting. They have bad treatment plants on the Mexican side of the border. And now the American plant is failing. It's called the South Bay Wastewater Treatment Plant. It treats some of Tijuana's waste through an international treaty, but it is starting to fail. They need hundreds of millions of dollars. They're begging Joe Biden to allocate the money, uh, but he fell asleep. And <laughs> we, we don't, they don't know when they're getting the money. Uh, here's a, a Democratic congressman, Scott Peters. He's, he's screaming at Congress to, to approve this. Describing a situation, sewage is spewing dangerous levels of hydrogen sulfide into the air around people's homes. <sighs> Take a deep breath. Wow. Um, they have done 60 reports on this issue. So they've got all the documentation. They know exactly what's happening. And I, I, I mean, I'd move. So would I. I mean, you can't inhale hydrogen sulfide and fecal matter and uh, the bacteria. The um, This congressman got involved way back in 2017 because Tijuana's sewage infrastructure broke down. And they were closing beaches hundreds of times a year. This has now been going on for seven years. And it's only worse. God, everybody's incompetent. Everybody is a boob. Why? How in seven years do they not fix it? We haven't paid enough in taxes. We pay trillions in taxes. And we're letting all this Mexican sewage destroy not only the beaches, but it's in the water system. It's in the air. People are breathing it in. You're not going to believe this. Last six years, 100 billion gallons of wastewater entered the U.S. through the Tijuana River. They call it toxic soup. <laughs> take I don't a know why I'm laughing. <laughs> take a bath in that. Uh, they've had 700 consecutive days of beach closures. So that's really screwed the local economy and tourism. There's 170 compounds. I'm not making this up. You want to know the ingredients in this stew here? Sure. Uh, polycyclic aromatic hydrocarbons. Aromatic. I don't think it's sage. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sage. You know what? Some people don't like the smell of sage. I'm, I'm sure it's better than this. I don't think it's your perfume. No. Prohibited pesticides, including chloridane, DDT, polychlorinated biphenyls, heavy metals, and phthalates. All these are banned in the United States, except they're in the uh, soil and air and water in San Diego County. These are persistent, bioaccumulative, which means it keeps accumulating. Uh, it's carcinogenic, toxic, and can be resuspended in the water and air during weather events. Uh-oh, we're getting <laughs> rain this weekend again. Yeah, I know. So when the wind blows from the south, from San Diego and Mexico, it's coming our way. Uh, we got Steve Garvey.
in uh, just about uh, 15, 20 minutes after Deborah's 3 o'clock news. You're listening to John Kobelt on demand from KFI AM 640. Steve Garvey coming in next hour. We're going to have him on uh, right at 3 o'clock after Deborah's news. He's running a little bit behind. Uh, but as soon as he comes in, uh, sometime in the 3 o'clock hour, we'll put him on. Immediately, he's coming off a debate last night against those uh, three Democratic blobs, uh, Schiff, Katie Porter, and uh, Barbara Lee. Uh, I only heard clips of the debate because I, I just can't stomach these things anymore. You know, Barbara Lee is this nutbag from Oakland. And... She's another one who's gotten senile. She's 77 years old. She's been in Congress since the, the beginning of time. A, a Looney Tune. She, has, she came out for a minimum wage. Guess the minimum wage that she proposed. Because somebody just take a guess. What do you $30 think? an hour. Way off. Wait, off? Off. Way short. 50 an hour? You got it. No way. Barbara Lee said last night, $50 an hour for minimum wage. Well, how much is everything else going to cost? I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, we're in for raises. $50 an hour. So if if you're shaking the fry basket eight hours a day, uh, you're supposed to get $400 a day. $400, which would be $2,000 a week. Which would be a hundred thousand dollars a year, just for fry basket work in Barbara Lee's world, and she's considered a serious contender for Senate. Eric's thinking about leaving the show. Well, oh, it, it's funny. John said f shaking the fry basket and everything. Me and my buddy went to In and Out the other night for dinner, and there was a sign on the door that said, "Now hiring, starting at twenty dollars and twenty five cents." That's really high. Yeah. That's really high. And in it and I mean In and Out is known for taking care of their employees too. So that's like <laughs> way above the minimum wage which is I believe right now is what 16 an hour? Uh something in, like that. In California, yeah. I thought it was at least at 15, yeah. Cuz it's You know what the federal minimum wage is? 725. Minimum wage right now in the city of Los Angeles is 1678 an hour. 1678. And in and out is starting people at 2025. Well, she wants two and a half times that. She wants it at 50 bucks. That's insane. She wants it three times the LA rate. With no concept, I guarantee you, Barbara Lee has never run a business. Can you imagine tripling or quadrupling your payroll? Because everyone else has got to, you know, everyone else has got to make triple or quadruple too. She, I, one of the stories I want to get to, uh, I don't have enough time now, but uh, you know, we were talking about how Hugo Soto Martinez is this communist uh, socialist uh, council member in Hollywood, and he's allowed Hollywood to go to hell. It's really disgusting there. And now one of the great uh, recording studios that has uh, recorded some great acts and, and many hit records is thinking of going out of business because the homeless people... Um, have have destroyed the neighborhood. In fact, Taylor Swift showed up, and she said never again because she got accosted at a Seven uh, Eleven. An another absurdity, and Channel Four has a story on it. We'll get to it later. 
is is this uh, this half finished office building in downtown Los Angeles. This is the one where graffiti, well, graffiti vandals, they sprayed graffiti on 30 floors. 30 floors. It went on for several days. Either nobody noticed or nobody cared. And Karen Bass is trying to have a hissy fit. Now somebody, now people are parachuting off the skyscraper. I, we'll play that story coming up. We also got Steve Garvey coming in. But he's running just a little bit late. Deborah Mark Live, the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John Cobalt Show podcast. You can always hear the show live on KFI AM640 from 1 to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.